0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. You know, I get all real happy inside when I have a guest like my guest uh, that's joining us today, Melissa Harris. And, you know, the reason I get all, like, happy inside, it's, it's like a really joyful feeling. Well, let me tell you why because when I was, uh, let's say 15, 14 or so, you know, I had taken the path of becoming a music and art major, and I was growing up in school, I was in the Bronx, and who would have thought that, you know, someone like me, I, could, I couldn't speak very well, like, you know, I stuttered quite a bit, but boy, could I play a viola, as well as do some pretty kind of cool art. But somehow, somehow, along the way, my folks decided to leave New York in the middle of my high school years. And needless to say, I went to a school in New Jersey, Plainfield High School, and uh, I pretty much had completed most of my credits, but here I was. I was in a school, and I found myself without music and without art. I hadn't really thought much about it um, until I got older, and, and I realized how so important this is how so important art is for us today you know and melissa harris joining me here today is an internationally known and published artist and author as well as a psychic psychic empath and her journey we'll talk about that today but her work um you know by the way of Creatrix it's a company featuring her emotionally charged fantasy artwork note cards prints other gift items I mean this is so cool and juicy she gets to join us today because first of all she's teaching and and really inviting us to look at spiritually oriented art making classes this is what she does visualizations shamanic journeying all with the idea of art but melissa i will tell you that when you ask most people how creative they are they probably will step up and say you know what we're gonna leave that stuff for melissa harris thank you melissa for first of all reminding me of how absolutely joyful the idea, the art of creating is and how absolutely brilliantly you do it. Welcome to the show.
1: Well, oh, thank you so much on all counts. And, well, you know, I'm- there was... There was something I wanted to say, just, you know, along the lines of what you were talking about. um, Mm -hmm. Actually, I had had some training when I was a kid. My parents were nice enough to send me to art classes because it was the only way they could shut me up. (laughs) And when I went to college, I put that aside for a while. And uh, I needed a class to fill up uh, a course load one year. Maybe it was, I don't know which year it was, maybe like my second year. And when I got to that class, Oh, my God, the other side of my brain just kicked in and I was in absolute heaven and there was no turning back. So, you know, it was a good reminder to me about how important that particular kind of focus is in our lives. And in this society, we just don't get that. No, we don't. no, I mean, it's just so, so much a left-brain society, and, you know, we're so busy doing the things that we have to do, and this particular culture really doesn't place much of an emphasis on the importance of beauty and art, and all the arts, I would say. So, um, yeah, it's so important. Well, and
0: today I'm thrilled you're here because we're going to be talking about uh, jumpstarting, jumpstart your creativity and five tips on creativity. You know, what do we say, Melissa, to people that say, you know, I don't want to do that art exercise. I'm really not creative.
1: Well, what I say is to notice what turns them on, because when that little spark goes off, that means to me, in my opinion, that your creative process is being ignited. And it might just be while you're shopping and you see a pair of curtains that would look great in your bedroom or some scarf that would look nice with your outfit. Or you get this brilliant idea to add apples to mashed potatoes. You know, all of that is creativity. And it's just not in the ways that we are taught to think of creativity, whether you know, it be writing or art or music. I mean, it's all the creative process. So I tell people to notice um, when that little spark lights up for them and when they feel turned on. Because chances are 9 out of 10, that's when they can know where to shine that light to look for where their, might, their creativity might be heightened.
0: I love that answer because that truly gives us an indication of you know it's like I said here I was talking with you and I and I knew you were going to be on the show today and I had looked at you know the the work that you do, you you've done I, I've looked at all of this and it and it's like makes my makes my heart smile so to speak oh and thanks it, and it does and so I know that I'm not alone I know that there are many many people out there that have lots of creative ideas. As a matter of fact, I I did a workshop in Seattle, Body, Mind, Spirit Workshop, and one of the women in the audience had said that it was very difficult for her to to do the artwork that she wanted to do. You know, her family structure was more about success in business, and it was difficult for her to take that step. And I want to ask you, you know people have lots of creative ideas and 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 we get them each day how do we how do we help folks stay focused on them how do we help them bring them to fruition you know how how does this get done running two business being a mom and just being a busy woman in the world i mean that's your story isn't
1: it Oh, absolutely, because I'm running a business too, but it has to become a priority, and I give my students particular exercises that they just they have to do every day, and they only take 10 minutes, but it has to become a priority. So, you know, someone really does have to be committed to uh, a, a amount of time per day where they're going to put a focus there and for myself I actually have to write down and my, nobody would ever believe this because everybody thinks I'm painting all the time but I have to write <laughs> down in my calendar the days that I'm going to be painting because a lot of the rest of the time I'm running my business. So I make sure that the time that I have energy that would be best put toward my creativity, which is the really good stuff, the real good juice, not the stuff at the end of the day when you've done everything else that you have to do. It's the the time in the morning or it's the time in the early afternoon, and I just say, okay, I'm carving out an hour, two hours, whatever it is. So, I mean, it really does, somebody has to be cognizant of the fact that um, they need this in their life, and then they have to be willing to set aside time and stick to it, and there really isn't any way around that. However, they're
0: going to do it. Just do it. Uh, I want to make sure everybody has your website, MelissaHarris.com. MelissaHarris.com. When you go to this website, you are going to get ready for a visual feast lots of information there lots of beautiful artwork and you know i'm especially struck by uh the anything is possible activation deck that's also there and i have to ask you about your style because it's a conversation that we don't have very often but the reason i bring it up is that i think for a lot of us even once we get started melissa we're so critical. I mean, we so try to be like another person. How did you step into your power around your own art?
1: Well, actually, um, when my when my students are in my uh, studio, I show them all the paintings that I did with, that I would call addressing the dark side because I work everything out on paper. So if I'm upset, that goes onto the paper. And um, in terms of style... Um, well, I guess that's a little bit of a separate question, but, um, you know, my style developed because I did have a lot of schooling and I did have a lot of emphasis to be geared toward Impressionism and, and my own taste gravitates that way, so I tend to put a focus that way, you know in that area and I like to keep things nice and loose. I'm not an illustrator, I'm more of a painter than an illustrator, so um, I am very careful to make sure that uh, I'm not getting too tight. But I have to work out my daily... But I don't know if this makes sense in terms of your question, but I have to work out my daily processes in my artwork because if I don't, it, it gets stuck inside, so it needs to move out and through me. So I like to show people when they come to my studio's things in my artwork that they'll never see on my website, these are all the images where I might be, you know, working out a breakup of a relationship or a bad dream or feeling not healthy in my body. I mean, all those things for me are important to put down on my paper and my canvas, too, and they might not be something that I ever sell, but it's so healing for me to work it through that way. And I don't know if that addresses what you were asking. Oh, yeah,
0: it does. And I love what you're talking about. I mean, you know, this is so critically important for all of us to understand the power of this and the release that this oh, has. Oh, I know what
1: you were saying. You were talking about the critic in me. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I have to do 20 paintings before I get one piece of magic. And, <laughs> you know, because that is my path in life, you know, I do have the luxury of doing that because I have to make a lot of paintings. But you have to make a lot of bad art before you can make some good art. And that's something that, uh, you know, there's an exercise that a lot of teachers give out whereby, you know, you'll go through a whole weekend workshop, something like that, and then you'll be forced to tear up all your work. And I always say, you know, so in art as in life, because um, it's it's a question of letting go. You know, we can't be attached always to the outcome. So when we're forced to let go of the best thing that we've created, we have to know inside of us, we have to pull upon the solidity of a strong ego and know that we can move forward again and create something again, that there's this infinite, um, endless well, wealth, a well of creativity within us. So, I mean, yeah, it takes a little bit of an ego push there to be uh-huh. working that way.
0: Well, you know, I have got a really burning question. We're going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask Melissa when we come back. You know, did I actually destroy my potential to create original art by copying comic book pictures? Can't wait to hear the answer for, from Melissa Harris for, to that question. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Jumpstart your creativity. We're right here to help you with it. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a unique place to book your holiday party? Here's a hot tip. The new Zenai
2: Center in Bellevue. Zenai's co-founder and private celebrity chef, Curtis Ross, will serve you and your guests delicious, healthy cuisine and conscious cocktails in 4,000 square feet of beautiful, sustainable, open space. Contact Zenai at
0: 425-457-7665 or visit ZenaiCenter.net. That's Z-E-N-A-I-Center.net.
2: Do you wish you knew the future? Turn on your higher self with Maureen St. Germain. Get an Akashic Records reading with Maureen who connects with your guides and teachers. Clients say Maureen is amazing, accurate, comprehensive, and a well-respected channel. Thousands have trusted her to help them. Shouldn't you be one of them? Get some clarity about long-standing questions and decisions that you need to make. An expert in business and personal affairs, your reading will lift you to a higher vibration and provide you with pertinent answers to your questions. For the month of October, as an exclusive Dr. Pat Listener Special, your reading is $35 off the regular price. Call today, 212-304-2123. Remember to say Dr. Pat sent you. Call 212 212- 2123 304-2123. You can find Marine at angleangel.com. That's right, angleangel.com.
0: You want to help people, and you know that the angels can help. You understand that as each person heals, our world takes a step towards peace. Become a certified angelic life coach and learn how to guide others in their healing with help from the angels. Angelsteach.com offers a comprehensive six-month teleclass training program that can launch you into a career with angels right from your home. For more information or to register, visit angelsteach.com.
2: I really thought that I was the only one who cared about things that matter to me, like the planet, kids, education, peace, and creating a world that works for everyone. Then I found the Center for Spiritual Living, an entire church that thinks and cares about the things I do. And Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis inspires us to build better lives and a better world. I've found my new spiritual home. Honoring all paths to God, the Center for Spiritual Living is located just east of University Village on Sandpoint Way with three Sunday services. Visit online at spiritualliving.org. Hey, this is Len Brooks from the Vibrant Living Radio Network. From terminal normalities to abundant realities, how do we craft and design more abundance in our lives? And how do we allow for more possibilities? Join me and my international team of contributors. Please join me in this exploration and become part of the Vibrant Living Family, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk, AM 1150, KKNW. Your life's precious and giant. Find the tools and resources and discover a new way of axing those. 1150kknw.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m.
0: back everyone welcome back to the Dr. Pat show Talk Radio to Thrive by you've got to check out Melissa's website you've just got to melissaharris.com i know that once you get to the website you're going to say oh wait a minute I know this artwork, I've seen this, I've bought these cards, I know what this is about. And I have to tell you, I'm so jazzed to have Melissa joining us here today. You go to our website, MelissaHarris.com, and you'll be able to take a look, you'll be able to take two paths when you get there. And I would encourage you to take a look at both of these, look at the galleries, look at some other things. Uh, Because there's so much here that you, Melissa, there's so much here that you've created. And it does bring me joy to have this conversation with you. Before the break, I had asked you a question about, you know, does it ruin our chances for creating original art by sort of copying things? I shared with you that when, you know, my youth, I used to sit down, copy color comic book superheroes. Uh-huh. And and I was told uh, at one time not too long ago that that probably caused me to develop sort of a style, uh, an archetype that would not allow me to create truly original art. What what do you think about that?
1: Oh, I just couldn't disagree more, because um, for one thing, I'm sure that it was very healing and important for you to be doing those comic book characters when you were doing that. I mean, that yep. was what your spirit wanted, and that's what you did, and it fulfilled you. And now, you know, you're, you're a grown woman. You can look around. You can look at art books. You can go to museums. You can see that there are so many styles, and you can make choices. And you know what? So what if you decide that... You might like a very sort of illustrator, cartoony-like style. If that's what brings you joy, then, then so be it. And I can't tell you how many students I've had, I have come across because I've been teaching for about 20 years now, and so many people with bruised and battered egos from uh, art schools and art teachers that have told them either they don't have any talent or uh, they can't copy things because it's not creative to copy things. And I do believe that that is one way that we learn. We learn by copying because we have to, you know, we need something to go by. We need something to inspire us. And so, once we master the art of the great copy, then we can take off and and really look at what it is, how we want to branch out. And, you know, for myself, actually, I still do that because once I've gotten really good with a particular medium or a style, just for my own artistic process, I try to stretch. And one of the things, for example, that I'm doing now, it's very easy to do tiny watercolors and get nice, loose, Beautiful, brilliant effects, but it's not so easy to do bigger watercolors, so that's how I'm forcing myself to stretch now. But you know what? In the end, maybe somebody doesn't want to stretch, and they're happy doing, maybe even they're just happy doing cartoon figures, and if that's what serves them, then what's the matter with that? I don't think that there's any right or wrong way to do art. You know, there's a whole movement called outsider art. I mean, Many of you have probably heard of that. You know, for people who have had no training, they're self-taught. And you know what? I just say go for it.
0: Well, and I couldn't agree with you more. I, and, you know, I have to tell you that, you know, it's hard to go back and get some art lessons once somebody says that to you. And I know I'm not alone in that. But, you know, it really does point to the fact, Melissa, that, you know, for a lot of us, we're probably having a tough time getting motivated to get started. And then once we get started, you know, how do we silence the voice that comes in that says, wow. Look, dude, you're not really very talented. You're kind of wasting all your supplies and paints. Uh, You could use your money better elsewhere. And, you know, why don't you just put everything away, give it to somebody that has talent. How do we quiet that voice that shows up?
1: I guess um, the first thing, you know, because I put a lot of attention into, into healing. And the artistic process. So I, you know, first I would say to myself, okay, this looks like crap. And a lot of days it does. But (laughs) I would say, okay, but is it feeling good to do it? Is it feeling good to be in this place to put a little music on and and dab my finger and my brush into the paint? If it feels good, then I just have to say, okay, well, this particular piece isn't working out, but maybe there's something else I can work on. And and this also does still happen to me. So what I do to avoid that, because I don't like those feelings of failure any more than anybody else so what I do to avoid that is I work on two or three pieces at the same time and I mean they can't all be going bad at the same time one of them's got to be coming along pretty well so that way I kind of skirt around the issue and another thing I, I suggest that people do is they save paintings that they've tried or drawings or whatever it is that they've tried that haven't worked out and then if they're stuck on something else i say pick up that old one and see if you've got a new answer because sometimes working on one piece gives us the answer to what would make something else work so i think that's that's probably the best way that i have to work around that particular problem but sometimes it is good to just you know leave your workspace and 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 change up the energy and go do something else and come back to it later
0: well, you know, and I love what you just said. I mean, uh, it really is a matter of keeping at it. it it's a matter of, you know, pretty much uh, knowing that that voice inside is really not there, uh, you know, to support you. It's the voice of doubt. And we can move beyond that voice of doubt. I mean, so the question that comes up, I guess, is, you know, look, um, Creative magic, uh, I've talked about it, I, I believe that each and every one of us has it inside of us, and for whatever reason, we just can't seem to hit on that nerve that brings it out. How do you do that? How do you help people you know, re, you know get that magic to be magical, to be inspirational? How do you help people with that?
1: Uh, Well, the way that I help people with that is um, I try to find what it is that are are their particular strengths. um, Now, there was a student that I had worked with for some time, and she liked to um, write on her paintings, and probably if she was in art school, you know, that wouldn't really fly too well, but she really enjoyed doing that, and she would write right across the drawing or sometimes in the borders, and she was just totally immersed in her process and it just was really feeding her soul. I I knew it. I could see it. And um, so... Because that was what was working for her. You know, she was discouraged sometimes trying to draw something and make it look, you know, what we would call realistic. So she liked to write, and she also considers herself a writer. So that's what fed her. I had another woman that all she did for years and years and years with me would draw a big eye on a piece of paper. And they were very kind of naive, childlike paintings from a grown woman. But this, this turned her on. This was all she wanted to do. Over the years, finally it turned into um, a a full figure, and maybe not the best, but it just fed her spirit to be on the floor doing these drawings, and she had a difficult home life, and when she was at home to uh, be able to block out what was going on around her, she would do these kind of almost like happy faces, but I didn't discourage her because I I knew that was what it was that she needed to do, so I, for, for myself working with people i like to just encourage people to to go with what feels right and at a certain point if they decide that they want to be um some kind of a professional artist well then they can go to official art school learn the rules and do the things that they have to do but if you're doing this for for pleasure then i think you have to do what really serves you
0: I love this. I love what you shared, Melissa. Thank you so much for joining us here today. What a fabulous, fabulous show. I love your art. I love what you do. I love how you help other people. MelissaHarris.com is the website. Thank you, Melissa, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everyone, don't touch that dial. Dr. Chris Northrup coming up in the next hour. More about empowerment. Boy, we're filling up the time all empowerment all creativity all about you living life full out we'll be right back